Pip Blom returns with a new synth-heavy sound on their new album, Bobby, one that Pip describes as sounding more like her true musical self. Here's Pip to explain. Snakes are high, got her all together. Hit the switch, turn off all the lights. So I think that with the making of this album, it's felt most like um, I finally like kind of achieved what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Uh, the other albums, it felt more like I was still figuring out like what I had it like how to make what I had in mind because I'd never really been to a studio before and it's always been quite overwhelming and with this album it felt really like almost like my vision came to life a bit right. more right and I guess that like I wanted to first I was thinking of making it like a self-titled album but then I thought it might be more fun to use like like this almost like persona uh-huh. um and one of my nicknames is Bobby oh, like okay. Because it's because my last name is Bloom, and then it goes like I don't know it. I understand. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. So, so yeah. So obviously, you've you've uh, discovered the synthesizer on this record. It's kind of moved <laughs> from the guitar-based stuff to the the key and synth stuff. So, what got you to that point? Was there a series of events, or did you hear something, or what happened? Um, well, so yeah, as I said, I wanted like. On the other two albums, I had like this idea of incorporating more like synths already. Right. But then on those albums, I thought it was a good idea to start adding those in the studio. Um, but that doesn't really work because usually you don't have that much time because um, it's very expensive. So then at the end, it was all like very much guitar heavy records. Uh, but the records that I personally really, really like and listen to a lot have got this combination of synthesizers and guitar. Uh-huh. So I like I'm really into uh, metronomy and then especially their first album. I think that's a really cool combination of sounds. And it's the same with um Sorry, that band uh, from the UK. They do that as well, and Amiga Tune Shapes. So all of the stuff that I listen to does that. So I I always wanted to try and do that as well. Um, and I noticed that I'm not really like a skilled guitar player. So I noticed that I got a lot of freedom switching from writing on the synthesizers because it's more like, uh, like I do everything uh, by ear anyway. And now you just have to press buttons, I guess. And it's easier to layer. So I, I didn't feel as restricted by the instrument as I maybe felt with the guitar right. sometimes. Um, okay. So that really helped the writing process. It made gotcha. it more fun, basically. I see. So did, were you concerned at all that the sound is different, though? Obviously, keyboards sound different than guitars. So that's yeah. a major step for some folks. No, that's true. Yeah, I mean, there's still like a lot of guitar on the record. It's just like, um, I guess that the main singles that we've released, they have been really synth heavy. Right. But if people have a listen to the album, you can hear there's like the guitar is never gone. And like I'm still playing guitar on stage as well. I was a bit, yeah, like not afraid, but a bit nervous, I guess, because um, I I think that people find change difficult, and yes. sometimes <laughs> you can change too much, and then people like feel like you left them behind, maybe. But 
um so far we've had lots of really good reactions and not really a lot of like sour or like bad reactions so that's good i think uh, like people that love the music have loved it before um are willing to take their time to listen maybe twice as well right. to right. to get a bit more familiar with the sound uh so it's been it's been better than i expected yeah because i noticed you were getting some very positive comments on your youtube uh, posts and stuff and yeah i was wondering since the record's out and you've been playing out a little bit and getting you know getting some reaction if that was uh representative of what what it was like out in the wild so to speak yeah no definitely and, and it's also been like on top of the album being different in sound we've also changed our life setup because uh right. we used to be a four piece we've made this record as a four piece and our drummer genie who's quite like a staple for the live shows because she's so energetic um she's expecting a baby so she's left the band oh you gotta take it a little easy don't you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's not really easy to combine the two um so now we're three peas on stage right um in general we are three piece now yep. um and that was quite like i guess new for a lot of people too but i was a bit afraid that people would come up to us and be like oh, i'm really missing the energy because genie's so like right i don't know like, such a staple uh but it's been really good and nice people have been really like liking it at least that's what they've said to me. So I guess that's what I what I know. But yeah, yep. it's yeah, been good. That's, that's good. People are open-minded. And you got a guy named Dave McCracken, who is your producer with us. So tell me what he brought to the table. So I think Dave is really good is really really good with um like drums programming drums okay and creating like a sound that really works well for the album he's also really good with like having like um uh, listening to my ideas or my demos and then fine-tuning them so like making them more catchy or like sometimes i've got like the urge to put a lot on a song like lots of layers and layers and layers and he's really good at like um, keeping the essential ones and not making it like too crazy that you can't really hear anything. Right. Um, thing which I think is really nice to have someone else doing that because, like, when you write, you listen to a song for like a thousand times, and then at one point you can't really hear how people will hear it. Yep. Um, need a little perspective, a little distance from it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what he's done. Right, right. And so he co-wrote a bunch of the songs with you. So how yeah. is that pretty much how it worked? You had the song and you bring it and he just added little bits and pieces here? Yeah. So there's like a couple of songs where he was like, oh, I think we we are still missing like a chorus or uh, it would be good to try and add like a pre-chorus or something like that. And then we would write yeah. that bit together. Mm -hmm. So it's never been from the start, but he's added like bits to the songs. He's also helped out with lyrics sometimes, like kind of like made them flow a bit more or like fine tune some words because I'm not a native speaker, of course. Yeah. Um, um, but he then again, he's also kept lots of mistakes in there because he really liked it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess, sometimes I mistakes know. are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I see you did a video for Tiger, which was like the lead single of the thing. So what was it about that song and uh, that made you want to present that first and, uh, and make a, a video for it?
It is one of the my favorite songs of the album. I I really like how it's got like the sound that I was looking for. I think it really represents what I wanted for the album. Um, and I felt like so if I feel if I think about the music that we make and the people that listen to the music, I feel like. Sometimes people can be a bit like narrow minded, but if they actually look at what they all listen to, they listen to like more electronic stuff or like poppy stuff as well. Like not usually people don't only listen to guitar music like they like, I don't know, um, Last Christmas or whatever. And that's got lots of synthesizers in it, right. too. So I thought like <laughs> if I if we've got like, in my opinion, the strongest um track of the album that's got lots of electronic stuff in there then maybe they'll be like oh okay that's interesting mm -hmm. and then they warm up to the id right. um and i also just like to start off with a bang instead of like easing people too much into the new sound because i thought like it's nice to show that we are willing to change a bit too and like uh reinvent our sound as well right and i see you did a few things with your voice uh, elect, uh, like a vocorder type of thing on yeah. a couple of tunes. Is that, have you done that before or is that a first time for you? No, it was the first time. Like I was having, like I was basically just playing around in the studio by myself and just having lots of fun with adding those textures to the tracks because uh -huh. I feel like the vocals are quite loud in all the songs now. So I think it's really nice to change change like, yeah, I, I, I would say it's a texture sometimes. So you're like, oh, what's happening now to kind right. of like keep it fresh? Uh, but that's been really funny. It's really strange to hear your voice if you sing a note and then it sounds really different because it gets pitched. Um, right. It's kind of like if you're a guitar player, you just step on a, a box and it changes the things exactly. and you can do it with your voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And I, I, well, of course, we have to talk about the fact that you got uh, Alex from uh, Franz Ferdinand on the record on this, Is This Love. How'd that all happen? And that was really fun. We um supported them a couple of times over the last years, uh, and they've all been really, really friendly. Um, right. And at one point, Dave, the producer, suggested that it would be nice maybe to have like um a song with someone else on the record because we haven't done that. Yep. Uh, and um he said, yeah, who would you like to work with? Um, and I thought it was actually quite terrifying to ask someone because I'd never really written with anyone before uh, -huh. uh so then I thought what if I asked the nicest person that I know who's in the <laughs> band and that's all who is also really really cool I right. think that would be the best combination absolutely um, so that's when I asked him and he was like he's like amazing he was so like cool and um had lots of cool ideas and straight away like um yeah I came back from a tour from Japan I think the day before and then we went to his house to meet up with him and then he left for a tour for another like the day after so he was like that's so crazy I would never do that but he did that all so I felt really really like listened to and right. um yeah it was a great I, I thought it was a, uh, a great um 
yeah, I don't know, how do you say that, like working, it was great working together and he had right. really cool ideas. Good collaboration. Yeah. Exactly, that's the <laughs> there word. There you go, that's the word. <laughs> and you also have personal trainer, Willem, on the record yeah. on a tune called Kiss Me by Candlelight. So yeah. he's a good friend of yours, isn't he? I think it's interesting The way you use your mouth Your eyes are moving up I think I'm coming down Descending decent sweet Taking the easy way Reaching for shaky knees Yeah, he's actually my boyfriend. I so. thought so. <laughs> well, you never know these days. You got to get. No, no, that's, that's true. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, no, we've we've um, Willem and I have made songs before, but we've never really released anything. And then they've suggested, "What if you do another song with Willem as well?" And then we uh -huh. had this song already, uh, and I thought it was a great fit for the album. It's a bit more like a different vibe compared to the other ones but it's like exactly what the album was missing so yeah i'm really happy with that one and i think it's nice that because willem always does the artwork too for the record oh, right. like oh, this okay. one and the last one so it's really nice to have him on the album too and um yeah yeah i i'm really i, I think it's a really cool song I'm, i like the end result the end result so so have you got more gigs coming up uh i know you did a few i think the last time you played was around the end of October or something like that. So yeah, you, you, so we've got yeah, um, we're gonna do um lots of gigs. Actually, we're gonna play quite a lot in the Netherlands, and then we're gonna go to the UK again to do like a headline tour. Oh, cool. We're also gonna go to Ireland, to Belgium, to Germany, to France. Um, so yeah, I think the next couple of months will be quite a lot of um, touring, which is always really fun, and it's gonna be really nice to play these new songs live and see how people react and if they um if they've listened to the album <laughs> <laughs> if not they'll get a surprise won't they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a pleasant surprise i mean it, it sounds like it's been going well so what do you do when you're in a city you've never been to before do you kind of like get a chance to look around it really depends like because most of the time the drives are quite long right um uh, but if we have never been there, you usually try to walk around for a bit or like have like some nice food somewhere. I always oh, yeah. really like that. If you find a time to sit down and eat a proper meal instead of just running around and getting like some snacks somewhere. Uh, yeah. So my favorite thing to do is get like a local dish or like a local snack um, oh. or a drink or whatever. Um, but yeah, it is, I guess, if you're not in a sleeper coach, you don't have as much time to see the whole city. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll get there. Yeah. Well, you need to get your own van or your own big, massive bus when the, when the exactly. big bucks start rolling in, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then you can just go to sleep and then you were and then you wake up and you are already in the city. So that's going to be if yep. we ever get there, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yes, I did some traveling once with a band that I worked with. Uh, They're from upstate New York and we drove around Canada and in this big school bus that they bought. Nice. It was ridiculous. Uh, you get yeah. a hard rock, heavy metal band. And we try to did do you? that. But somebody would end up getting up in the middle of the night and just being drunk and stupid and waking oh. everybody up. So, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, I've been told, like, lots of people don't really like it because, yeah, especially because of this. Yeah, it's quite noisy. <laughs> 
And I was also wondering, did you manage to find any parking spots? Like if you're going to play, like, do you have to, like, how do you do that? Do you yeah. just like, well, who, yeah, we, we, it's a good question. <laughs> we, we, we're like, oh, we're, we're a rock, we're with a rock band. It should be cool, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you're up in Montreal and they're not so happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, but you know what? That's the stuff that you remember years later. All, all, yeah. That's the fun stuff. So what do you have? What's your best memory on, ro on the road that you can talk about? <laughs> Um, well, like, I think one of my best memories, but it's not really on the road, but it has been going to Glastonbury Festival. Oh, cool. We've been, uh, yeah, we played there in 2019. Yeah. And um, we went there for the whole festival. So right. I think it starts on Wednesday and it ends on, I think you're leaving on Monday. So it's quite right. like a long festival. Yeah. Um, I took my parents with me and my boyfriend was there as well. So we were there with a whole, like a really big group of people. Right. And like never experienced any type of festival like it and was so fun and like it was really really like yeah a really different festival compared to anything I've seen uh, with so much good music and yeah I just think that has been one of my favorite memories of being in the band um, and when you yeah, go to, to a big festival to... like that do you like to see the big headlining you know the Elton Johns and the Paul McCartney's or do you try and catch some of the smaller acts or what, what Usually... do you call yeah, usually a bit more of the smaller ones. So like you've always got like the main stage. Yeah. And then I usually go to like the more like alternative stage. So like more, a bit more indie, I guess. Like right. uh, I really like Ben. Yeah. So what I said, like Metronomy or Sorry right. or fa Family, like more of that stuff. But then again, I also saw Miley Cyrus because I was just like, <laughs> I need to see that once Obviously. in my life. Yeah, yeah. So that would definitely be something you don't want to miss. No. <laughs> I assume she didn't disappoint you. <laughs> no, well, she was really rocky. I wasn't expecting that. and But she wasn't singing as much as I thought. So, like, she kept pushing the mic towards the crowd and then right. not singing herself, which I was like, oh, that you can do that as well if you're really big. <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with it. Everybody knows yeah, all the words. Yeah, yeah, what the heck. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, maybe one day that you'll be up there on Glastonbury stage, main stage maybe. doing it, right? <laughs> one day hopefully. all right very cool and uh you still have yet to come to new zealand i assume yeah but i mean we would love to it's something like we've always we are always trying <laughs> yeah well it's a ways but, it takes a while to get here exactly but i think it will be worth it 